ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. And thank you for subscribing to the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm 12 Kyle. Thanks for checking out this bonus edition of the podcast. Um, I wanted to get on here and tell a quick story about how hip hop or rap got me in trouble. Um, I'll never forget it, man. I was, I had to be like, I don't know, 13. Uh, yeah, I had to be like 13 cause I was in eighth grade if I'm not mistaken. And, um, you know, at this time, this was like 1988. So rap, cause that's what we called it. It wasn't hip hop. Uh, rap at the time was huge. I mean, like if you follow this podcast, you've heard me say many times that 1988, in my opinion, is the greatest year in hip hop when it came to albums. Uh, check your R&B charts. It wasn't a shabby year for R&B either. In fact, it might have been one of the greatest years for music, period. Um, but I, I was a fan. And the one thing that I remember about that time was that like the music was so enticing and you know you you had to have it it was like a drug so we had to consume it every single day because honestly rap was always something that particularly at that particular time was always kind of shitted on by the mainstream uh and the media as something that would just be a passing fad like they thought it was going to be like breaking uh break dancing if you will or disco so something that was going to come and go nonetheless I was, you know, I was just intrigued by it. And it was something that I wanted to listen to and be, you know, into every single day, because quite honestly, I didn't know if or when it was going away. Right. So anyway, I came home from school one day and uh, I'll never forget it. My boy, Jay Fresh, uh, he had um, he told me to listen to this easy E tape and I didn't have enough money to buy the Easy E tape. So what he did was he I copped the dub. Basically, he, you know, made a copy on a cassette tape for me. So I'm listening to Easy E. And this is Easy E's first album. Um Easy Does It. Um and to listen to NWA and Easy E. And everybody from that crew, that was just, it was so different because I grew up in a small town called Florence uh, in South Carolina. And so, like, I didn't know anything about gangs. I didn't know anything about Bloods and Crips. I didn't know anything about gun violence or anything like that because that stuff just, it sounded like something that you would hear in a movie, right? So, listening to Easy e talk about selling drugs or shooting people, I mean, like, it was just... In my mind, Easy had probably shot a hundred people in his lifetime. <laughs> you know, I didn't take him to be a studio gangster. Anything. I just he was gangster. So nonetheless, I came home one day, and I'll never forget it. And I wanted to hear Easy E, so I'm playing the tape, and I didn't, for whatever reason, I didn't have my tape deck in my room. So my aunt had a tape deck in her room. I can't remember what happened to my tape deck. Um, and so. I was listening to it, and at the time, I had some huge 
headphones, some stereo headphones. I, I, my uncle um, had given me some of like his old headphones and these headphones were huge. And what I mean by huge, they weren't just your regular run of the mill Walkman headphones. These were some big headphones. They were probably about the size of what we now know as uh, Beats by Dre headphones. They were just that big. And this is 1988, right? So I got the headphones on. I'm playing the Easy E. And I'm playing it in my head, in the headsets, in, the, in my headphones. So, you know, but I'm unbeknownst to me, I'm actually playing it loud enough for someone else to hear it if they were near me. But I'm in the house by myself. So I'm, I'm, this is right after school. I'm chilling. You know, everything's good. And so my aunt walks in and she spoke and I didn't even know that she was in the room and she came in the room and she walked past me. And when she walked past, all she heard was, he was once a thug from around the way. Easy, but you should Bitch, shut the fuck up. Get the fuck out of here. Yo, Dre. What's up? Give me a funky ass bass line. And I had no idea that she heard it, but she heard it. And so she said, but I saw her. I saw her, you know, and she stopped and she was like, hey, turn that off for a second. So I turned it off. Mm. And I was like, what's up? And she was like, hand me those headphones. Okay. So I handed the headphones and she rewinds the tape and then she presses play. He was once a thug from around the way. Easy, but you should. Bitch, shut the fuck up. Get the fuck out of here. Yo, Dre. What's up? Give me a funky ass bass line. And the look on her face was priceless. She took the headphones off. She pressed stop. She said, where did you get this from? And I was like, I couldn't. I mean, like, I kind of froze. Now, at this point, I can't tell her I got it from Jay Fresh because not only does she know Jay Fresh and his parents, but she knows that Jay Fresh's dad is a preacher and he will have none of this foul mouth language stuff coming from this tape. So... I just said, hey, I got it from one of my boys at school. And my aunt was like, look, you shouldn't be listening to anything like this. I'm going to tell your mother. And so I'm like, oh, shit, here we go. And so I'm dreading the fact that my mom is probably on her way home from work at this particular time. So this, I'm like, oh, shit, here we go. I'm in trouble now. And my mom gets home. As soon as my mom walks in, my aunt says, hey. Do you want to hear what Kyle has been listening to today? And so she grabs the headphones, she pops in the tape, rewinds it back to that same little spot, hits play, and boom. Easy. <laughs> so my mom takes the headphones off. She presses a uh, stop. She says, hey, what is this? And I was like, oh, that's the new Easy E. And she said, I don't give a shit who it is. It's too much damn cussing on that damn tape. Huh? <laughs> Weren't you just cussing just now? That's what I wanted to say, but I, you know, you gotta respect your parents. So, um, she said, "Hey, take this trash out of here. 
put it in the trash can and don't you ever bring anything else back in this house like this. Do you hear me? Yes, I hear you. So I walked like I was walking toward the trash can. I put the tape in my pocket, walked like I was walking toward the trash can, and I acted as if I put the tape in the trash can. But I kept it in my pocket. And my mom, when I came back into my room, my mom said, look, don't you ever bring anything else like that in this house. She was like, you are not to listen to that rap shit. (laughs) Again, she's still cussing. You're not to listen to that rap shit. I was like, okay. So I was forbidden to bring rap music into the house. And, you know, what did I do? Got all the rap music that I could. Because <laughs> I figured like this, like if you're, if my mom didn't want me to listen to it, then that must have meant that there was something good about it. And, you know, while I never encourage anyone to forbid, you know, to, to, to go against something that if your parents forbid you to from doing something that you should do it. But at the same time, you know, I, I was I, I was spellbound by rap. And I mean, this music actually spoke to me. It spoke to me more than any other musical or musical you know, entity did. And, um, you know, rap was to me, rap was bigger than and it spoke to me quicker and better than gospel music did or R&B or whatever, jazz, whatever the case may be. So um, suffice to say, uh, you know, I can't say that's the moment that I fell in love with hip hop. But, you know, if she had not forbid me from listening, I probably would have maybe stopped listening. But because she said that I couldn't do it. That only gave me the ammo and the the motivation to keep doing it. I had to sneak and do it, but you know, that was it. I wasn't, I wasn't going to stop listening and and I haven't stopped listening to this day. And (laughs) a funny story, uh, sidebar that has nothing to do with that. My boy Jay Fresh, um, also had a two live crew tape, I think. And, he was listening to the tape in his father's Lincoln Town car. <laughs> Truly a car for preachers. <laughs> Black preachers at that in the South. And for whatever reason, Fresh got out of the car and forgot that he left the two live crew tape in the tape deck. Well, the next day, his dad is going somewhere and Someone comes to the house and they're supposed to go get some lunch or something like that. So they jump in the car. They start driving down the street. He puts the tape in. He's thinking he's about to listen to Hezekiah Walker. And he's got two live crew. (laughs) And Jay Fresh got in trouble as well. But, you know, we never stopped listening. And we still love it to this day. And I mean, you know, like I said, so just for all of you parents out there, you know, I know that, you know, your kids are probably listening to listening to some music that you probably consider to be trash. Uh, try not to forbid them from listening to it, because if you don't, excuse me, if you do, you're probably going to end up just like me running right to it. But hey, that's going to do it for me. Thank you for checking out this bonus edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm your boy, 12 Kyle. Catch you guys next time. Five thousand.